This is Confessions of an Actress podcast, and I'm your host, Meredith Patterson. For the past two decades, I have worked as an actress in the entertainment industry on Broadway and TV and film. This podcast is my insight, observations, and in-depth interviews with my friends and colleagues about what life is really like in show business. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Confessions of an Actress podcast. I'm your host, Meredith Patterson, and it's just me today, you guys. It's just me and my confessions. And I decided that I was going to ask you guys, what confessions did you want me to make? What questions did you guys have? And what's so funny is nobody asked me something that made me blush. And I was actually kind of expecting some, I don't know, um, questions about like my career or maybe something that I, I don't know that I'd said before, maybe something personal, but nobody asked me anything inappropriate. You guys, nobody asked me anything that was kind of, you know, juicy or, um, you know, I don't know, like a confession that like, it's, it's just, it was interesting, and I really appreciate that. Actually, it's a good thing. Um, I shouldn't expect that people would want to know stuff that was inappropriate about me or would ask that of me. But yeah, I, you know, it was really actually very sweet what you guys asked, and I appreciate that. I might say something juicy. I might say a confession that I haven't said on here before. And I've been actually thinking about what I haven't said because I've kind of said everything. At this point, it feels like I have. But hi. Hi, guys. How is everybody? You know, oh, Lord, this is um, an interesting time. My husband and I have been unemployed literally for a year. It's coming up on a year. And it's the longest time, even in the industry that we are in, the longest time that we've ever been unemployed. And it's, you know, it's a constant struggle to keep my mental sanity. Sanity isn't the right word because I don't want to, you know, there are people who um, have, you know, a lot, a lot more struggle with that than I do, but it's hard. It's been hard, but it's also been so great. And I think I'm just somebody like you've heard in the last couple episodes that I just, I really do kind of tend towards the positive. And I've been really protective of my mental state this past year. I don't know about you guys, but I've been really, really intolerant of any gaslighting, any toxic toxic people. And I've been protective of my boundaries with people and with, with, you know, things that I let into my life, media and all of it. And I know that I've gone down a slippery slope sometimes on this podcast, you guys. I remember it was a rough year last year. So we're starting anew. And I really do feel like um, I'm better for that, right? So let's get to the confessions, <laughs> okay? Um, I love you guys. I really do. I love my listeners. I love the feedback that you've been giving me. Um one other thing that I've been doing this past couple weeks is that I got on Clubhouse, which I really love that app. And that's a social media app that is, you know, you have to be invited. And um, it is a lot of industry people, a lot of incredible, uh, not just entertainment industry, of course, there's people from all, all walks of life. And um, 
I love it. I actually do uh, something called the Breakfast of Champions, which I do every morning and I listen in and, you know, I've waved at them a couple of times like I want to talk, but I don't really, honestly, I'm learning so much. I don't even know what I would say other than thank you, which I can say right here. And the people on Clubhouse are incredible. And I love, I just love the fact that we're all connecting in this way. I think that to me makes me so excited about the future and the future of what this you know, virtual connection really is. And that to me, I think, um, all of this free information that people are giving out, it's just so inspiring. So thank you clubhouse. I'm hoping that that's something that more people can utilize. And it's kind of, you know, if you don't know what it is, it's kind of like a live podcast, but you have like a bunch of moderators and you have different topics and you can raise your hand and come up on stage and speak up and people, um, you know, they're from all walks of life from all over the world. So it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. So if you're on there, you guys find me, I'm at mayor Patterson and you guys can, you know, follow me. And, and, uh, if I, if I happen to moderate something, which I would love to someday, um, but I just started, I just got on it two weeks ago, but I would love to moderate something and I would love to, you know, just give, give back a little bit more, even though I do a lot on this show. So speaking of, I'm going to answer some questions from some fans that um, I love, and a couple of them are actually my my friends, my good friends, so I love them. I love that you guys asked the question through here. You could have just called me. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, the first question that somebody um, asked me was, how do I stay so fit? Very nice. Thank you for asking that question. And how do I stay so fit? So you guys know me, um, through my wellness Wednesdays, you know, I talk a lot about holistic health and of course I've been a a dancer my whole life. So kind of staying fit is in my DNA. And I would say the, the, the quick and steady answer to that is that I work out five times a week. I, I move my body at least 30 minutes a day. I stretch. I am constantly, doing the 80-20 diet, which if you guys go back to my Wellness Wednesdays, all of, the, all of these tips are on there. 80-20 is uh, a really good episode, and it talks all about how you can eat 80% well at the time and 20% whatever you want. I also drink a lot of water, although sometimes I, I fail at that because, you know, I just get busy, as we all do. Um, I, I really focus on my mindset, and I visualize the body that I want I know that sounds strange, but I really do. Um, how else do I stay fit? I, I eat well. I exercise. I know this is not rocket science because we've all heard this before, but I do all those things, actually do them, and it's not difficult if you are coming from a place of having not done that for a while. It may be difficult to get back on the, you know, back on the treadmill, if you will, but that's what I do. And I also do at least twice a year, and this is also a Wellness Wednesday, which is one of my most popular Wellness Wednesdays, Arbonne's 30 Days to Healthy Living program. And you guys, I have an affiliate with them. So you go to www.meredithbrayley, B-R-A-Y-L-E-Y, my married name, .arbonne.com and shop for Arbonne's 30 Days to Healthy Living there. Email me, ask me any questions about it. You guys, I will coach you through it. Yes, really, I will. Me. 
And that's how I stay fit. That's really how I reset my system twice a year. So that's the long and the short answer of how I stay fit. And I would encourage you guys to go through my Wellness Wednesdays and, you know, get a notebook and write out all of the information that I give you guys going back two years now, which is crazy. Okay. Another fan asked me, (laughs) I love this question. What is your mantra after auditions when it, when the audition didn't go your way? Oh, that's a good one. So this is for my friend, Tristan, and I will talk to you more about this in person, but the, the mantras that I tell myself is do your best in any audition, always do your best. And my best is going to change from moment to moment from day to day. Sometimes my best last week is not going to be my best this week, but I have to be kind to myself and know that my, my person is my product. And it's hard sometimes to always be at the level that you expect of yourself. Does that make sense? So a mantra that I say after an audition is, if I did my best, I say all will be well and bless and release. It sounds so simple. I also say a lot of other things. I always try to plan something after I have an audition. I try to plan something with my kids because they're a really great way to get me out of the zone of overthinking. But if something doesn't go well in an audition, and trust me, I've had many auditions. Well, I wouldn't say many, but a few that stick out where I really, really messed up. And I just didn't, I didn't bring my A game. I know I didn't. And I'm, I was mad. I was really mad at myself. And if you guys are, you know, somebody who auditions a lot or just an artist in general and a perfectionist like myself, you know what I'm talking about. So, you know, um, something that I tell myself in a mantra is be kind to yourself. Let it go and there will be another And it's been harder to do that in my older years, if you will, because there's been less auditions. There was more auditions when I was younger. And now I'm in a transitional period where I'm finding that I, my auditions are few and far between you guys, really. I auditioned for Young and the Restless recently and would have loved to have been on that show. I mean, I love soap operas. I loved my time on All My Children. It was really fun. But, you know, I, I thought I did, I thought I did pretty good. I was actually proud of what I did. I was proud of like my self-tape performance because everything, everything is digital. But I just, you know, I just was um, not picked for the moment. So I like to, you know, it's not, I like to not call it rejection, but selection. Because you're in the game and they just didn't select you that day. You know, and there's going to be a time when you are the person they select and somebody else isn't going to get it. You have to have other things in your life and friends you can call on, your tribe that lifts you up, and do that, which is why I always say it not it, don't make it 90% business, 10% life. Really try to focus on other things in your life and create stuff for yourself. So when you're doing an audition and it doesn't go your way, you go, okay, on to my podcast or on to my web series or on to my whatever it is that you do, okay? Always have something else. And it doesn't have to be, it shouldn't be all business. Like I said, it should be going and hanging out with your friends, going and reading a great book that has nothing to do with the business. 
going and hanging out with your kids. Go hang out with your spouse or your boyfriend. You know, have other things in your life. Okay? Another question that I had, um, which I think is really funny, and it goes back to actually um, me talking about my holistic health and wellness Wednesdays and things like that. I don't know if I've talked about this on my wellness Wednesday. I would have to look. But is it true? This is the question. Is it true that I don't own a microwave? And how do I warm up my food? And how do I warm up my kids' food if I don't have a microwave? You guys, I don't have a microwave. So for the first really five years of my kids' life, I didn't, we didn't have a microwave at all. And it comes from my knowledge in doing my holistic health coaching studies at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York. Um, they, we did a whole study on the, the chemicals and the radiation and the study that was done in Europe with the European Union, the EU, uh, and their regulations with microwaves. And the other, there's so much information out there, you guys. Just Google, are microwaves safe? Uh, and you will find a lot of information about it. And the truth is, is that I didn't like what I was finding out. And you kind of can't unlearn that it's not safe. And you, the molecular structure of your food is changed when you warm up your food or cook your food with a microwave. So there is a difference. And what I had to do at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition was I had to actually um, cook my food for a week with just a microwave. And this was when I was in New York. And taste what it tasted like and, and, you know, all different types of food and things like that. And then the next week I had to cook only with a stove or an oven and it could be a toaster oven. It could be, you know, but it cannot be a microwave. And I got to tell you, the difference between the taste of that was monumental to me. And I wondered why I was like, why do I not feel good when I go and eat? Yeah, this is going to like why don't you feel good when you go and eat fast food? But why do you feel really great when you eat like nutrient dense food? Well, duh, because it's actually nutrient dense and it's better for your body. So I was becoming sensitive to the the chemicals and the way that, that the molecular structure of the food was coming out. And I didn't want to do that to my kids. I didn't want them to have that um, in their bodies. And the truth is, is that we never missed it. And when we moved into our house in Burbank, my mother-in-law actually is, is a big microwave user. So we had a microwave then, and that was for the past two years, but rarely did I use it and rarely did the kids use it. She was pretty much the one who used it. And then once we moved out, we didn't get a microwave again and we haven't had one and it's, I haven't missed it. And so how do I warm up food, you guys? It's kind of funny. It makes me laugh because it goes, it's just like, it's, I warm it up the way you would warm up anything. So I will use the oven or I will use the stove. If I'm warming up something that is in need of like a little bit of liquid, like to, to help to break it up or something, I'm trying to think of an example um, say mac and cheese or something that my kids have had, I will put in a little bit of chicken broth or a little bit of stock that I have. Like I'm talking like two tablespoons, mix it up and then warm it up at a very low heat. So it's really warming up. I'm not like, like cooking it again. Um, but it doesn't take any more time. That's what's funny. 
it really doesn't take any more time to do it without a microwave. So that's a really long way around the barn to answer that question from that fan about, is it true that I don't have a microwave? Yes, it's true. Okay, and I'm better for it. Another thing, this is a little um, tidbit of information. Look up how toxic it is to have microwaved popcorn. So that's something to look up because you can make popcorn on the stove and it's actually really fun. My kids love it. They love to um, watch the actual pop kernels pop and we have a, a lid that is glass so they can see it popping up and it's really fun. And it takes actually about the same amount of time to do that and it tastes better, but the chemicals in microwave popcorn is probably one of the worst and it's actually, I think link to Alzheimer's. So there you go. There's a lot of information. Who knew this was like a wellness Friday, you guys? So one of the last questions is from also from my college friend, uh, Janisha, I love you. What are my favorite eyeshadows? You guys, I've been asked so many times, what makeup do I use? And every time I really tell you guys, I really use Arbonne's makeup. That's the makeup I love. They have these two um, makeup palettes, like these eyeshadow palettes that are pink, that are really cool. One is neutral and one is like jewel tones, I think. But jewel tones for a vegan company like Arbonne, it's not like, you know, it's not going to be MAC, really bright, bright makeup. If you want to get eyeshadow like that, if you happen to need that in quarantine or or during a pandemic that would not it would not be Arbonne to go or to go to Arbonne for those bright colors but in terms of like beautiful eyeshadow that's what I use is Arbonne's palettes they're gorgeous I actually I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna treat myself and get some more Arbonne makeup because I need to refresh my makeup and a lot of us are wearing a lot of um, eye makeup more so than the bottom half of our face because of masks. At least that's what I'm finding that I'm running out of more is eyeshadow and eyebrow stuff and mascara. And their mascara is really great. It's called It's a Long Story and it's awesome. And here's a fact, a fun fact, you guys, if you have gone back and listened to my Wellness Wednesdays about toxic beauty I switched my mascara to um, a brand that will be nameless, but I switched it because I just needed some mascara and I was like, oh, I'll just go down to Walgreens and get some mascara. And my eyes, after I wore it, my eyes were itchy and it wasn't enough to be like, you know, oh, I have an allergy, but I was like, wow, my eyes are itchy. I don't know what's going on. And it's because I had used this mascara. And so I looked that up because of course I'm like, why are they itchy? So I looked up mascara and they're not allowed, the beauty industry is not allowed to put mercury in any of your makeup. Okay, that's not allowed by the FDA, but they're allowed to put it in your mascara and it causes itchiness in your eyes. I swear to God, look it up. So I was like, okay, Arbon, thank you so much for not putting mercury in the mascara. I'm really telling you guys this, it's Arbon is an incredible company. They're a B corporation. They are vegan certified. They recycle all their stuff. I could go on and on, and I probably will in a Wellness Wednesday coming up, all about Arbonne. So if you guys want to know more about Arbonne and you want to shop, um, go download this download Shop Arbonne to your iPhone or your Android or go to meredithbrayley.arbonne.com. I'm going to put that in the show notes. 
and become my customer, you guys. I would love to have you as a client. I would love to just talk to you about all things Arbonne. And I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to have a Wellness Wednesday coming up that's all things Arbonne. Okay? Okay. So one more confession, you guys. One more confession. Something I've been thinking about a lot. Um, I've been really uh, concerned about my my book, about, you know, if you guys have been listening, I'm writing a book called Confessions of an Actress from Chorus Girl to Broadway Star about my experience uh, going from the chorus to the starring role of Peggy Sawyer in 42nd Street. And I am, I've been working on it for, oh my God, a lot longer than just this past year, but I'm worried about what, uh, what, what my voice is. And, and I'm, I'm really struggling a little bit with how it's coming out of me, but I'm also working on just believing in my voice and believing in the way that I'm telling my story. I'm also very wary of the people that I'm telling, um, within the story. Cause there is, you know, there's a lot of, it's a real life story. So I'm just, I'm navigating through it and I, I guess, I don't know if worry is the right word, but I'm, I'm not an, I, I have never been an author of anything other than music. Okay. So that there's that, but in terms of like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just worried about it. And I'm also worried that it's not going to be out in time. I'm worried about, you know, but I'm also, you guys at the same time, I'm also visualizing, I'm visualizing doing an audiobook. I love Audible so much. I listen to books on Audible all the time and I'm visualizing my book being on Audible and that I am narrating it. So that's what I'm going to end my confession episode with is, you know, we all may be worried about something and actually wondering how it's going to happen, but we really have to just focus on the fact that we're, we're doing our best to make it happen. Focus on the baby steps. Do three things every day to get you to your goal and don't worry about the how. Just see the end result. And I see the end result. I see the book done. I see doing a book launch in New York with the cast of 42nd Street. I see doing an audible recording. I even see being on TV shows again when that opens up and doing a book tour and I don't even have a publisher, you guys. I don't know how I'm going to do all this. I have no idea. But I know that I'm working my butt off to finish this book. And that's my confession. That that's, that's my job. I have to do three things every day to get closer to my goal. And that's what I'm doing. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me and my podcast. Join me on Clubhouse at Mayor Patterson. Follow me there. DM me, um, follow me on, you know, all things social media. And, you know, again, keep doing what you're doing. Have vision for what you want and be grateful for where you are. That's my favorite quote. And it's how I end every episode. And I really mean it. Gratitude is the way. And I really, really am just sending you guys so much love. Thank you for listening. And I don't know how many times I said that, but the more gratitude, the better, especially nowadays, you guys. Okay. I love you all. Bye. To support this podcast, make a donation or become a sponsor, visit confessionsofanactress.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram for our live Talkin' Tuesday series with former podcast guests. And check in every Wednesday for our bonus episodes, Wellness Wednesdays. 
And if you're feeling super generous, head over to Apple Podcasts on iTunes and give us a five-star review. I really appreciate it. And remember, have vision for what you want, but be grateful for where you are every single day. 